0: When you are a small business owner or a solopreneur, you have to wear a lot of hats to keep your business running. Especially in the first few years of your business, when you're trying to grow it, you'll have to put in a lot of long hours. To successfully grow your business without losing your mind, you'll need more help at home. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can get the whole family's buy-in so you can get more work done. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason. So I started working for myself from home when the kids were six, five, and one. That was kind of challenging. Um, We didn't have childcare. So all of a sudden, I had to like split my time between managing the home and work it, it actually was not such an easy transition for me, especially since i have been, you know, home, homemaking all that time. But it was also very hard for my kids, you know, and everyone, you know, it was just kind of difficult. Um, yeah. But in order to actually be successful at working from home or working at all.
1: Um, uh, yeah, working in general.
0: You, know. you have to get buy-in from your family. <laughs> um you know, when your family doesn't support you, it can make it really, really hard for you to actually be successful. And the more successful you become, you end up dealing with a lot of resentment from your family anyway. They yeah. look at that time as just competing for their attention, so.
1: Right, and like you said, the family buy-in thing really goes for any kind of job, whether it's you're a small business owner, you work from home, or you work a traditional, you know, nine to five office job. You, you have to have family buy-in for, um for to, to to work and make sense however it's just a little easier sometimes when that's when you have that office job when you have right. that you know that standard typical uh, you know normal leave American house life house
0: what's that when you have to leave the house
1: oh yeah that that well that's a, a big factor in it but even then, like if you're doing that job and you're, you know, you're working too many hours and your family's like, well, what's going on? And, and you don't have that buy-in, you can run into problems. But it, it does sort of come naturally with that. But right. the, the entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner tends to have a little bit of uh, more difficult time. It doesn't just happen all the time. Right. Uh, especially if, as in your case, it was a transition. Yeah. The kids didn't grow up with us owning a small business that came later on in their lives and they had to sort of like learn how to deal with that. And so I know that, um, it was difficult for you as the entrepreneur, as the freelancers kind of where you started out, it was difficult for you. It was also difficult for us learning to adjust and understand. And, right. you know, I know for a little while there was, um, even conversations that you and I had where it was like, you know, what, what's the end game here? What are you going for? You know, those kinds of things, even though I was on the same page, like I, I did want you to succeed at this. I still had questions about it. It wasn't even like you had to convince me, you know, like I was kind of already convinced, but needed to work out the implications of all that. So, um, what are, what are some of the things that, um, uh, that, that we've done here? First one is to, to show the income results, because again, that was one of the first, Sort of um, friction points that you and I had was you you were telling me about the jobs you were taking right. on, and this is just for context. Keely was a freelance writer, so she was writing for yeah. people's websites and different things like that, blogging or product descriptions, just anything under the sun. And she was taking on jobs where I was like, "Babe, this is like slave labor. Like you're like like what are you doing? This is not worth it." Right. And I remember early on, I finally like point blank asked you. I said when you take on those jobs cuz some of them were better than others sure i said when you take on those jobs are, are you trying to make an income or are you trying to get experience and your in your response was i'm trying to get experience and i went oh okay right you know it was like if you're trying to make a living at this you're not succeeding <laughs> but that well. wasn't where you were yet
0: the other thing is, and I definitely want to point out this to anybody who is a solopreneur or even starting a business that is dealing with childcare. Mm. I may have only been making about $4 an hour, but I also have three children at home. And right. if I had to put those three children in childcare, I wouldn't have made anything.
1: Right. Right. And that's if you're comparing what you were doing versus going out and getting a job right. outside of the home. But what I was comparing it to was you weren't doing that. <laughs> and now you were, right. and I was like, "Babe, like you're spending so much time." And it wasn't even, by the way, it wasn't even like, "Hey, what are you doing with your life? You should be making <laughs> more money." It was, "Babe, you're killing yourself
0: for this little bit of for money for three
1: and four dollars an hour." And then, like you said, over time, it um, it developed and and it grew, and you use that time to um, I mean, a to to hone your skills, and then b like you said, uh, the other thing that you told me was. Hey, you know, like last week I made $0 and this week I made some dollars and the kids are still alive and we all ate and had right. groceries and <laughs> clean clothes. So like, what's the problem? And I was like, valid point, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I say it now, like it was like a duh moment. It was, it was a little more challenging at the time watching you work right. so very hard um, and that kind of thing. But over time it became a, it became a real income. Yeah, I
0: mean, before it became the main income, it was paying for things like at the grocery store or whatever for us to have wiggle room in our budget. I mean, it started making a difference fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to say that it made a a difference in week one or two, but by week, like month six, I mean, it was like, wow, we...
1: You we know could this is it. working. We could both this can it. work. Yeah,
0: we I could actually start putting away savings almost within a few months, right?
1: And showing those kind of results to your family and saying uh, because there are lots of different reasons why you may not have buy-in from your family, right? And some of it may be like I said for for us. Even though I had an initially positive outlook on it, I still needed to you know develop some buy-in on it. And, and really be committed to what you were doing, because I had to see how you were trying to go about it and all those kinds of things. But you may be in a position where you're starting out and people don't want you to do this thing, or they don't believe that you're going to succeed at it, or that it's you know that it's even well, a job. It you could know, just like be that.
0: like a um, a drop of income. So I was in a different position. I wasn't making That's any true. money, and so taking on tasks and things that made very little. It was very easy at the beginning to kind of show those income results. However, uh, it's if you are not in that position and you're leaving a more stable job that has right. a big, big income, it's That's really important story. to just show your family like case studies. You know, like, okay, maybe I'm not making as much right now, but look at the people in this industry, mm-hmm. what they can be making. And you just look at that time where you're not making as much as like if you were going to college just be thankful yeah. you're making anything. But the amount that you're not making, think of it as like paying tuition to school. You are not going to make as much until you have done it for several years. I mean, nobody goes to college and is making their their main income while they're in school. And they actually won't even do it for yeah. years thereafter.
1: And can I tell you the moment that I got, I would say 100% on board Okay, was... Um, I I can't remember the exact context, but you told me that essentially there was no cap. Right. There was no income cap. And we had spent years where I was I was the sole income, and my job was such that this is how much you make. Right. And maybe next year, maybe you get a percentage raise. Right? Maybe. Maybe you don't sometimes. And um, if I worked harder, it didn't change anything. If I worked more hours, again, the salary trap, it didn't, it didn't impact my, my income. Um, and, and and because of the nature of the job I was in, it wasn't even like, well, you're working all those extra hours, which is going to produce sales and your, your, um, your commission is going to go up. I didn't make commission. I didn't have that kind of job. A lot of people don't. And so Keely, um, basically was like, if we decide we need extra money for X, Y, and Z, we can like, go out and make extra money. And I was like, huh. Yeah. And it was the idea of that's, that's the difference between being, uh, you know, working for somebody and working for yourself or being an entrepreneur or whatever, is that all of a sudden the income restriction is you, right? It's not somebody over you deciding how much of a living you're going to make. It's what are you going to do to make the living that you want to make? And if you can demonstrate that to your family, that's going to be great. Say, guys, look, what I I, look how I am not bound by this. Sure. I took a pay cut when I came home from the big corporate job or whatever, but give me three years to, to get this thing up and running or six months or whatever, you know, your timeline is. And I will be surpassing what I was able to do then. And in five years, we're going to look back on that and laugh because I was, I was stuck. I was capped and could not grow past a certain point. And now there is no limit to that anymore.
0: Yeah, it is really important to track your earnings for that reason, because yeah. one thing I noticed is, like Austin was saying, he was definitely kind of capped at a certain salary in the jobs, and he wasn't necessarily getting raises, but if you look at the income from the business, it jumped up significantly every single every year. Every year. Yep, every year. So the trajectory is really important. So the um, another thing you should do is talk about what you do. your family unlike you know if you're going to an office or doing whatever you just go away and you come home and maybe they don't really understand but when your office is in your house it is really um you know it's more real to people in your family what you do and you should be talking about it if you love what you do you're naturally going to feel passionate and it's it's helpful because then the people in your family don't think oh, they're just slaving away at this thing. <laughs> you know, um, they could definitely slave away at something else and make better money at it. But if they see that you're excited this important to you, then it's way easier for them to be okay with you continuing. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then uh, along with just talking about what you do day to day and what it is that you're producing or, you know, passing on, you know, whatever the nature of your job is, Um, sharing client and customer feedback can be a huge, uh, boon as well, where you can like, you're demonstrating just like you are trying to demonstrate to future potential customers or clients, like look at this testimonial and that kind of thing. Have you ever done that with your family? Have you ever showed your family that, Hey, look what mom's doing here made a difference in this person's business. What dad's doing over here changed this person's life or whatever it is, you know, sharing those stories. With your spouse, with your kids, with your, by the way, when we say family buy-in, we may also be talking about extended family.
0: Yeah. You know, how
1: hard is it to, um, to slave away, like you said, and your parents are just like, you know, raining on your parade because they don't get it. And if you can go yeah. in and say, uh, here's what I'm doing in such a way that they actually understand it enough, right? Cause our family still doesn't know what we do. Right. <laughs> we're like, we're in websites. What does that mm-hmm. mean? I don't know. Um, if you can share like, hey, we were working with this company and because of the work we did with their website, we overhauled their website and like their calls went up 50% last month. Wow. Like it's it's an actual thing. Like especially if you have a job that is hard to pin down. Right. You know, if, you're, if your small business is a restaurant, that's easy to explain. Sure. Right. It's hard to do, but easy to explain. Everybody gets, oh, you make food, people come in and order it and eat it. Right. <laughs> but if you're doing something like, Marketing or personal coaching, or you know, or something like that, where it's yeah. a little less tangible and maybe a little less known to people who haven't actually been in the industry or been a customer of the industry, it can be really hard. So if you're saying if you demonstrate customer feedback, client feedback, how it's actually impacted people, um, it can go, it can have huge positive impacts on your family the same way that you hope it does on potential clients in the future.
0: You know, actually, I did this um, a lot when we do resale for items off that we find here in Dallas like people put things out on the road and I can't tell you the number of people who have come to buy things from us that have just been like I am you know so thankful that you have this item that you're selling it in my price range like I mean it is so life-changing to a lot of these people right and this isn't just like people who are buying crap they don't need like they really did need this thing whatever it was a bed a dresser You know, um, and hearing that kind of like life change for them was great for me, kept me motivated to do it. But, you know, sharing that with the family, it's like, okay, we're actually providing community service here. So that leads us to the next thing getting your family involved. Like, if there is a way for them to join, let them. You know, uh, and maybe you do have a traditional job that they could be a part of as well. I'm not sure. You know, it depends. My dad was able to take us out of town with him on his jobs, but that's not always possible for people. If there is a way for them to do little tasks to help you, that's, you know, let them. But if not, then connect the dots for them for the extra house chores they're going to do for you. So like... Oh, somebody needs to handle dinner tonight or somebody needs to do the laundry because I got to sit here and I have to work on this project. So, you know, help them understand that them doing that chore is still contributing to the work that you're doing because it allows you to do the work, pay the bills and back to others, you know, whatever that, whatever that looks like.
1: Absolutely. Well, guys, like I said, um, having the buy-in of your family um, can, can be a huge, huge, uh, boon for you when you're having those difficult times. If you've got the support of those that are closest to you, that are most involved in your life, it can have um, huge benefits for you personally, for your business. Um, it just makes things run a lot smoother. So we hope that these a uh, couple of ways that we've shared here can help you to uh, get the buy-in from your family that you're looking for. We wanted to remind you that Empowering Productivity is a part of the Master Closet Studios Network and brought to you by R5 Website Management. If you're looking to take your online presence to the next level, we are here to help. You can email us at contact at r5websitemanagement.com to get started today. And until next week, get out there and start breaking those mental chains that are keeping you from producing.